number 173 from August of 2020, Dream On. As most of you know, I put great store in dreams, and there is good biblical precedent for doing so. Many of the patriarchs made some very important and precipitous decisions based solely on their dreams. For example, Joseph decided to take Mary as his wife instead of divorcing her based on a dream. Later on, he left the country and his job and fled to Egypt because the angel told him in a dream that Herod wanted to harm the Christ child. There are many other examples in scripture, but it seems that today we have all but abandoned our dreams to psychiatrists. Our minds don't just shut off when we fall asleep, and we do try to work out problems and make decisions through our dreams. Dreams usually contain a lot of extraneous and wacky elements, but I find that it is helpful in interpreting our dreams to simply look for the central struggle and focus on that. Last week, I had a dream that was so vivid and bothersome that I remember every detail of it rather clearly, and I was still trying to solve the problems contained in my dream even after I woke up and knew it was only a dream. In my dream, I was the new pastor of a big church in Reno, Nevada, and it was the first Sunday that the congregation had decided to start in-person worship after the coronavirus shutdown. People were jammed into the sanctuary like sardines, with no physical distance and no masks anywhere. They were doing communion, but since I didn't have my own cup, I couldn't receive it. Former Bishop James Stuck was leading worship, and I wasn't clear in my dream whether I was supposed to preach or he was. There was a huge stage in this auditorium-style church, and children's activities were running wild all over the stage, with dressed-up Disney characters and scooters buzzing all over. Finally, I moved to the front row and sat down next to a young woman that had two babies. She seemed to know me and handed me the younger baby that was about one year old. I told her that I needed to talk to somebody outside, but I would just take the baby along with me. I left the building and walked towards downtown, but never found the person I wanted to talk to. I then realized that I had not paid attention, and I was lost. I tried to get two women at a gas station to give me a ride to the Lutheran church, but they said they couldn't because they had heard gunshots and had to protect the gas station. I started walking in the direction that I thought I should go. By this time, the baby had peed all over me, but was still looking up at me with that look of complete trust that babies have, and I felt horrible because I was lost as lost can be and had no idea what to do next. Then I woke up from the dream, and I tried to resolve it while awake. This was not a very difficult dream for me to interpret. The central struggle here is obviously what to do in our two congregations about opening up in-person worship or not. The baby symbolized the trust that the congregation has in my guidance over this issue, and the bad feeling I had was because I still really don't know what's the right thing to do here. Ultimately, I have decided in this current situation that I would do whatever the church council wanted me to do. The joint, joint councils met and decided that in-person worship would resume on the first Sunday in August, which is August 2nd. How long this will last is anybody's guess, because the number of COVID-19 cases is not going down, but going the other way. The governor has rolled back some of the loosening of restrictions that were occurring. And as of Monday, July 26th, every public meeting will require masks to be worn. Because of all this, our worship will look quite different. Everyone will have a mask. 
There will be physical distance. There will be no singing in order to limit the aerosol droplet projection. There will be no hymnals. Passing of the peace will simply be by nodding the head or sign language. Communion will be done with individually wrapped containers of the host and the wine. Fellowship will be limited to outside the church before and after service. Some of the congregation's normal responses in the liturgy will be done by the pastor instead. It is important to realize that if you think everything is going to be back to normal, get used to disappointment. Things will not be normal for a long time. However, it is important for many people to be in church. There is something special about a place that has been dedicated to praising God and receiving His grace and His forgiveness. There are a number of people who think that we have been way too cautious in staying away from in-person worship for this long. There are also a number of people who think that we are not taking this thing seriously enough. We are trying to accommodate everyone in some way, but it won't be easy. For those who are at risk being over 65 and or having health complications, we encourage you to do what is right for you. David and Carol Shears will still be producing their very well done half hour worship service on the internet and on YouTube. If you are at all concerned, you should stay home and watch this. Church is important to folks, and I'm glad of that. However, we also have to remember that church isn't just the building, but it is the body of Christ doing the mission that we've been given to do, but maybe doing it in a different way right now. I can't wait to have a dream about things going smoothly in life, but we'll see.